What's up? Happy Thursday. It is Michaela, and I am here for my first ever solo podcast. Uh, yeah, you can see it's Thursday. You're probably like, what? But this is actually the third week that we have had um, both an episode on Tuesday, which is the group of us, and then on Thursday, where one of us, you know, kind of talk about something we just feel is relevant and something that we feel super passionate about. So I am super excited to be with you guys today. I also would like to say that if you have not listened to the last episode that was posted this Tuesday, me and Austin talked about the hard topic of confrontation, speaking the truth in love, talking about it from a Christian perspective, and just how we kind of have grown with the big topic of confrontation. And I just would like to say, before anything, you should definitely check out that episode. I feel like we've gotten a lot of positive feedback on that one specifically and to me it makes me really happy knowing that this is something you guys can apply to your life and yeah but that's that also of course check out Austin and Allie's solo episodes because they were also amazing and now I have to follow up with their amazing podcast before anything I wanted to say if you don't follow me you can follow me at Michaela JQ on Instagram and on YouTube at Michaela Joy and honestly, since me and Austin were talking about our LinkedIn last episode, I literally just got a LinkedIn notification. That's not even funny. Wow. Anyways, um, <laughs> to if you want to connect on LinkedIn, go hit me up there. I feel like that's my third main social media, you know, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn. But uh, yeah, you're probably thinking that's so strange because most people are like, what are LinkedIn? What is LinkedIn? You know, what is it? Well, check it out. It could change your life. But yes, so I wanted to get in before I start the episode and the topic that I'm going to be talking about today. I kind of just wanted to start off with some favorites. I'm going to give you guys three of my favorites. So first things first, as you also, if you listened to the last episode, me and Austin raved about the iced pumpkin macchiatos with oat milk from Duncan. I would still like to stand by and say that is amazing show-stopping great drink but i do have another pumpkin drink that isn't that from duncan it's actually a starbucks drink and it's the iced pumpkin chai i get mine with almond milk but you can get yours with whatever dairy you please and to be honest my friend lauren shout out to lauren if you're listening she introduced me to it last year this time and i was like wow amazing because i don't honestly drink coffee every day because if you know me I have acid reflux and it doesn't settle well in my esophagus and also caffeine does crazy things to me. So if I do drink coffee, it's decaf, unless I'm feeling super risky, then I'll have caffeine. Uh, Also because decaf's less acidic, but that's just the science behind it. Anyways, so yeah, I tend to drink tea a lot. So pumpkin chai is amazing. So good. I get it also at Joe Beans, which is a local like coffee shop in the area in Lynchburg. They also do a phenomenal job with their pumpkin chai. So I'm telling you guys, if you haven't tried pumpkin chai, it is a combo to try. Let me tell you. Okay, so my next favorite is along the category of music. And honestly, I'll be real with you guys. I've been kind of disappointed with the music aspect of just pop culture recently. I know that with COVID that causes, you know, artists to not be developing new music and whatnot, but I just have not, like, 
you know when you're like, oh, summer songs and stuff like that? Like, no. Like, I feel like I didn't really have a song that made me think of summer in 2020, which basically is just going to mean that, like, 2020 will be wiped from my memory once 2021 hits. Uh, kind of, but not really. Over quarantine, I did, like, find different artists that, like, came out with albums in January, February, but besides that, I really didn't find any new music that hit. So, I am a big EDM remixed music gal. I always have been in high school. I always would listen to that type of music and this summer on my birthday me and my friends were talking about big booty remixes and if you know it's like two friends I guess that's what they call themselves and we basically listened to like all of them and that was kind of my soundtrack for the summer but it's like I think there's I don't even know how many volumes there's 18 19 I don't even know but, uh, that's kind of been what I've been listening to because music hasn't been hitting really and I'm getting, uh, like, annoyed at old music that I have. I basically put on a remix whenever I'm doing homework, driving, whatever, because the music, like, the song changes every 30 seconds and they bring oldies and, like, kind of new songs. High School Musical, also quotes by The Office. If you haven't listened to Big Booty Remixes and you are into, like, EDM, pop, alternative music, I'm gonna link them in the show notes because it is just it's just great and it always hits some hit more than others but the remixes are great and on to my last favorite i wanted to say my favorite bible verse right now or i guess my bible verse at the moment and it actually was the bible verse of the day from the bible app lol uh yesterday which was october 6th and so the bible verse is found in john 14 27 peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And honestly, I feel like that's just so relevant to how I feel like my senior year has been going and I just feel immense peace with every decision I have made and every application I have applied to and just kind of little things I've been doing just kind of to set myself up for post-grad life and I've just felt a big sense of peace even throughout this pandemic and throughout just really, really uncertain times. And for some reason, I feel like being a senior in college would have been heartbreaking, but for some reason, it's not hitting me yet. But I also just feel a sense of God being like, it's going to be good. Like, you know, just enjoy this and it's going to be good. So yeah, that Bible verse has been hitting with me recently and it's just a good reminder that God provides. So that's that. All right, so it I think it's time for me to talk about what this episode is about. And if you saw the title, it's The Dilemma on the Social Dilemma. I'm just going to tell you guys my perspective on social media, but also really tying into the Netflix movie The Social Dilemma. If you are not familiar with the movie The Social Dilemma, it came out on Netflix, I would say two or three weeks ago. So it was a movie that was in the Sundance Film Festival this January and Netflix picked it up and it ended up getting released from Netflix a few weeks ago. And I watched it with my roommate around a little bit over a week ago. And I think that I had no idea going into it, but I'm just going to tell you guys, if you know what the movie is, if you've seen it, basically all over the news and social media and just like in conversation then you'll probably know what I am going to be talking about but if not I will give you guys a little rundown. So it's basically what social media companies want from their users and it kind of goes into like interviewing past employees from 
Google, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all those, oh, Twitter, Twitter's a big one, and they basically just kind of explain how social media quote-unquote controls us, how social media um, is just messing with our minds, messing with our youth, messing with everything, anything negative, social media, that movie presented to you through this storyline of this teenage boy and his social media feed. So essentially to me when I heard about it, I honestly only heard that like when I heard the social dilemma, I heard that people were calling it terrifying and I didn't really hear much about it. So I was kind of ready to make my own opinion about it. Didn't read any articles, just kind of threw myself into it. And to be honest, I was very confused by the movie at first, uh, but I also want to go in and give you guys a preface if you don't know anything about me. I am studying strategic communications, uh, which is basically anything to do with public relations, social media marketing. Uh, that's actually my concentration. And then I have a minor in video and also another minor in journalism. So I am very engulfed, I guess you can say, in media and something that super interests me is pop culture. And it's always been something that's interests me since as long as I can remember. Uh, so celebrity culture, entertainment industry, and so uh, my hopes is to hopefully inc like incorporate those two things in my future career, but we will see. So I guess from my perspective, as that little description about myself and what I'm studying says, is I am very pro-social media. I think that it has done so much good, and I am so aware of the negative impacts it has on people's mental health and spiritual health and all that stuff. But I think that social media is probably one of the best tools that we have ever seen and in basically in technology. And I've been fortunate enough to grow up with the rise of social media kind of alongside of it because Instagram was a baby when I was younger and I remember getting it in like seventh, eighth grade, not really using it till maybe when I really got to like senior year of high school and that's when it started to actually actually become more relevant. But, uh, yeah, so that's basically that with my perspective on social media there. I just kind of grew up with the social media age. I grew up, you know, on Twitter trying to find where Justin Bieber was when he was in my area. Or I, you know, have been on live alerts for different fandoms that I've been a part of. And I've just, you know, I don't even think I realized that I was using social media as much as I was till I really got to college and uh, started studying things with the media. Obviously, when this movie came out, I was like, oh, a documentary about social media. Turn it up. I am going to love this. This is going to be great. This is going to be good. And I watched it and I was just, there was a lot of things where I was like, within the first five, ten minutes, I'm like, what? This is extremely biased. And I was like, all right, it's okay. It's biased. I thought it was going to be more informational about, you know, the history of social media, but it was not. And like I said before, the only thing I really knew hearing someone's opinion about this movie was that it was quote unquote terrifying. And so when you're saying terrifying, I mean, I think we're all aware that our information is out there in the world. If you have a Facebook, if you have an Instagram, if you search something on Google, somehow things will get traced back to you. Every picture, every video you post, you know, will be on your digital footprint. And that's nothing new. And I felt like the movie overall wasn't really telling me anything new because I was aware of 
certain things about social media. After I watched the movie, me and my roommate kind of talked about it for a while and we're just kind of trying to like figure out our feelings about it. And to be honest, it didn't hit me till the next day where I was like, wait, that movie was so bad in a way. Um, just kind of so biased and it made me kind of upset because the way that they were conveying social media was in a way, yes, it was correct and I'm not gonna like say it wasn't, but it was extremely, extremely dramatized and completely ignoring and almost shutting an eye to anything good social media can do. And that to me was really interesting that, uh, you know, social media has really given so many good things to the world. And I can, I mean, let me name a few. We got, we got Justin Bieber. All right. Where would Justin Bieber be? There wouldn't be a Justin Bieber if he didn't post on YouTube. There wouldn't be a Tori Kelly if she didn't post on YouTube. There would not be, oh my gosh, David Dobrik. All, any of the YouTube YouTubers today um, that we consider, you know, very important and influential for our generation. Charlie D'Amelio, Addison Rae, there's TikTok stars, there's Instagram people, there's everyone has kind of created a personal brand for themselves and like people who completely have changed lives and changed their own lives just through posting on an app and to me I think there's something so insane about that and it's hard to like wrap my mind around that. Alright, so for this story time today, me and Austin, we're just going to reminisce on our friendship and some of the memories we have had because let me tell you guys me and austin have had some times that are so random so strange and they make us laugh so hopefully they'll make you guys laugh this literally guys first of all i think that we could probably do the story time segment for the next 100 years because we just have so many funny stories that literally randomly i feel like we like when somebody's like oh like tell a funny story we're like uh but then like at random points like nobody's asking and i'm like do you remember that one time this happened and then we're like oh my god it's literally so funny i literally think that we have these like crazy memories but this one is it's so funny it's iconic it's like it really is iconic and honestly like there's a video of it somewhere so maybe like when this episode goes up we'll try to post that video that's a good idea yeah on the story but it's so funny, guys. So funny. So do you want to start with Yeah. Let's well, first. Preface it. Let me preface. I'm just going to say. <laughs> oh, no. That before anything, this was your freshman year, right? Or yes, it was it second was. semester, your second freshman, semester year. freshman year. So me and Austin, we had a day that day. But before I'm even going to get into that day oh, is gosh. I want to say my first memory, initial memory with Austin. And when I think of Austin, <laughs> I think of literally he sings at all times, oh, all times. And it's always <laughs> oh, Ariana gosh. Grande. Literally. And I have videos of him in our digi class sitting next to me on <laughs> <while> my professor. <laughs> is speaking and he is like jamming to like side to side by Ariana Grande just full of having a concert and I'm like Austin we are in class and that's just my first iconic just Austin period literally you know? she she gets it it's it's so funny guys it's, it's so, so funny. funny it's so true too I literally it's just like I sing all the time it doesn't matter the professor could literally be like Austin shut up and i'm like D. i'm like whoa side side oh my gosh Michaela. also while you were saying that i just remembered something hilarious so basically what? i was watching a vlog with christian the other day and it was one of my week in my life vlogs and it was the day that we were doing our lyric video in 225 and literally i kid you not we were sitting there and you were like i was like michaela what are you doing your song what like what song are you doing your um lyric video to and you're like um I'm doing my lyric video to whole heart. And I was like, that's cool. I'm doing no tears left to cry. 
Cry by Ariana Grande. <laughs> I, I literally... I did like Hillsong. Yeah, and I was like, I'm doing Ariana Grande. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, that's so funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. But that's how I knew we were going to be friends, because literally same. Like, literally same. same. It, that was just like pre the Jonas Brothers getting back together, so I was really like chilled out at that time. Yeah, you're right. But, oh my yeah, gosh. that was like before like I like exploded again. Yeah. But okay, yeah. So we're going to just go back into the story. We had ourselves a day. So I don't know what we were doing that day. Was that the day we went thrifting for my video? Um, no, it was the day we were doing a big project. Oh, we class. were doing a digi project. Yes, That's we right. That was a different time. Project. Okay. So basically what happened was me and Austin are downtown Lynchburg. It was frolicking, to be honest. We were just kind of going around, seeing what we, you know, could find. And we stumbled across an elevator Guys, in the middle of the street. No joke. No joke. First of all, I think, yeah, we were like, we were frolicking. Just like chilling. Normal. Yeah. We were doing a project and we were downtown Lynchburg and we were just messing around. When Michaela says this elevator is in the middle of the street, it's not a joke. No. It's off the, it's like scaled off the side of a mountain. <laughs> and like, imagine a stone mountain wall. And then like, there's this like, there, there's just this glass elevator coming from the top of the mountain to the bottom. Mm -hmm. Right off the street, downtown. Mm -hmm. It's weird. It's the weirdest thing I've, I think I've ever seen. Yeah. I've never seen that anywhere else before. No. I've never S seen anything like it before. Okay. So basically, I don't know whose idea it was. Probably Austin's, to be honest. Yeah. I feel like we both were like wrestling with the idea. Ooh, should we go up the elevator? Like, where is it going to take us? It was, I would say three story, four stories up maybe. It's a, honestly, maybe even more. It's, it's very tall. It's going to the next street, like above. Yeah. If that makes a, any sense. Yeah. It's a good distance away. If you yeah. guys know the way the city is set up, our city is set up where it's downtown, but it's on a mountain. So like Literally. each avenue like like 12th street blah 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 or it's yeah. all like it's it's basically the downtown is on the side of the mountain and each street is like upper yeah so this is like connecting like the elevator from like this one street up all the way up the mountain probably mm -hmm. like the highest elevation mm -hmm. i would say yeah and we finally just decided to full send and we got in at the bottom and went all the way <laughs> up guys and let me tell you it was not good we were screaming, and I do remember I peed a little bit because I was laughing so <laughs> You did not. Oh, because my god! Because I was laughing at you. I was scared. You were and I think someone, you must have been vlogging it. I had it on Snapchat or yeah. something like that. And we were screaming, and then we decided when we got out of the elevator, it literally led to nothing, right? It was no, like it was nothing. Like a weird yeah, path. so we had to go back down. And it was scary. And it was terrifying. Yeah, the elevator was not smooth either. It kind of mm -hmm. like was rickety. Mm -hmm. I just remember just so vividly, like, like getting on the elevator was probably like, I was trembling because I was like, yeah. this, like, does this elevator even work? Yeah. There's no signs on it. No signs. There's like no signs being like, hey, like i it's yeah. so weird and you never it's see so anyone weird. using it either i've never seen anybody nope. use it also when i mentioned oh that's the thing is when i mention the elevator to people they're like i've never seen that before and i'm like was this a figment <laughs> of our imagination every time i pass it i'm like i did that it's Me like too. a roller coaster and you're like yeah. i did that every time i pass it i literally say to all my friends I'm like did you guys ride the elevator i'm like i did and they're like no i didn't even know it was there and i'm like it is it is yep 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 so that's the time if you want to see a video we will post the video yeah. on the tuesday teapod we will remember. um yeah we'll remember to put that in the story or something but big lol lol so that's, that's a a one story. of our frolicking stories yeah let's get back to the episode let's get back woo but going back to the social dilemma, I looked up a few articles just kind of seeing what were people saying in the news about the social dilemma. And the first headline I saw was that it was, quote unquote, the most important documentary of our time. 
And so it kind of got me thinking more so on how are people actually viewing social media. Yes, I could be completely biased and see that I think social media is great and all dandy, but yet again, I'm not ignoring that I know that it has really ugly sides. So basically a few things about this movie that were like stood out to me that I wanted to kind of throw out there for you guys. But it said that social media companies don't even sell users data, but they automatically use it to create a sophisticated psychological profile on you. And I definitely saw that it was more than like, you know, the people who worked for certain social media companies, they weren't like, yeah, okay, they're not selling your data. They're making like psychological robots, basically, that are kind of targeting you and getting you to, you know, getting your phone to buzz, getting you to pick up your phone. Like they need that. So I was like, what the heck? So as I'm watching this, I am not touching my phone. I was like, I am not going to any notification I get, anyone who texts me, any ad, anything that comes up, I will not be picking up my phone. And then it kind of like later on in the movie, it talks about how social media digs deep into the brainstem and takes over kids' sense of worth and identity. And then it basically talks about how AI and algorithms are um, basically a complete destroyer of social cohesion. These are big things that they're literally using to say, you know, like, social media is this big giant and we are all just coming to it and giving them everything and they're manipulating us. That's the idea of the movie uh, from what I kind of understood biggest problem I had about this movie was this movie didn't offer any solution really to this quote-unquote problem of all the social media users and how social media people are taking over and the companies are just brainwashing us and uh, basically it the end pointed out tools that have changed our psychological makeup so basically how uh, teenagers and people view themselves but they gave not a single solution on how kids nowadays can be more careful and how parents can help and and how teachers, nothing about that. Nothing really applicable, which was interesting. Obviously, this movie kind of displayed a uh, direct bias, but it got me thinking, you know, how do I view social media? How do I view my self-worth? I grew up in the age of social media. I, I think afterwards, I was being more cautious on, like, what exactly am I using social media for? Like, what? how do I feel when I go on social media? And I think maybe me, just because, yet again, it's nothing new, I have more of a mature perspective on it, where I see social media as an amazing tool for businesses and marketing, and I think it has completely changed the game of marketing, and that it's given so many opportunities for people and businesses, and, like, if you look at businesses now, they'd be nothing if they couldn't post on social media. And I think that it's given all these new jobs, social media specifically, as that's something I want to possibly get a job in. It's genuinely given, like, so many opportunities. Yet again, these are all obvious things. You're probably like, yeah, Michaela, we know, get to the point. All right, so here's the thing. As a teenager, I think that social media, and from what I've seen being on TikTok, seeing kids that are on it, having a younger brother who is also active on it, kids are now kind of throwing themselves into it a lot sooner. For me, actually, in my YouTube channel, I really didn't come out super public about YouTube or having a passion for videography till I graduated, to be honest, because I just, yeah, there's always a fear of who's going to bully me and who's going to have something to say that's going to knock me down. And I find that nowadays kids are throwing themselves into it and 
they're not really second guessing. Uh, I know there's so many young kids who are making YouTube channels and it is so amazing. It's so awesome that this is like our next generation. But uh, for me, I was even hesitant and I know other people who started a YouTube channel were also hesitant about being so public online. But now being public online is the normal and if you're not being public online, what are you doing? And I kind of always think about how if, say, I met someone, I honestly am still (laughs) guilty of this, but if I meet someone and they aren't on Instagram or they don't have, like, a Facebook, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I think I literally forced my 15-year-old brother now, who knows how old he was when I made him get one, maybe, like, 11, 12, but I was like, how do you not have an Instagram? Like, you need an Instagram. And I think that I just kind of, that was what I believed. And I mean, as much as I believe that now, I don't because I don't think it's everything, but I just see so many positives. I'm like, everyone should be on social media. Like, like I basically said in the beginning, connect with me on LinkedIn. It's awesome. It's fun. But it is true because, you know, this age of social media is quote unquote cool to post very personal things about yourself online and to post certain pictures and to display yourself in a certain way that would attract people. And I think for me as social media, I never really went through a time where I was like, I cannot be on Instagram. For me, it was more Snapchat because that was just kind of main communication. I was like, all right, I need to take a little hiatus and get off Snapchat. But in general, I feel like Instagram has never been something where I've been like, oh, I need to fast from, but I always hear people fasting from Instagram and saying how much it, like, changed their lives. And as this fasting from Instagram has grown into a big thing, I've never felt the urge to. And that does not make me better than anyone else, but it kind of goes down to me thinking, like, well, why am I using Instagram? Like, what am I doing behind like what's my motive behind every post so I was kind of reevaluating my social media through you know after watching this movie after them making me not want to touch my phone and obviously guys the point of this movie I think was to get you to deactivate all things not that they wanted you to but I think they wanted to put that in your brain and everyone I've talked to about this movie is like yeah I felt like I should instantly get off of every social media platform and that to me is just so weird that that was like what this movie was trying to do is you know here they are trying to buy our time and get in our heads but they're now scaring everyone to not want to use it and as we know back in what June July the whole controversial talk about TikTok and whether that's something that should be, you know, talked about or it should be something that, like, should be kind of deleted from the world, quote unquote. And here we're, here we are. I still got TikTok. I just got a notification, actually, from TikTok that someone sent me, and it's great. But I think it's funny because they kind of instilled fear back then, saying that, oh, China's getting your information, But to me, when people were like, oh, I'm going to delete it because I don't want China to gain my information, I'm like, bro, the United States has your information and everything you post, you know, is put on display. And I guess that is scary, but yet again, I kind of like question how there's so many people on social media. Social media is the in thing to do, but it also has such a purpose and to me I think it has a divine purpose so I'm also going to bring in my Christian perspective uh in a few seconds as much as this movie kind of showed that kids nowadays are looking at social media far more than any other age group and you know people are now getting phones 
a lot, a lot earlier than maybe I got my first iPhone when I was 15, 16, but now people are getting them when they're 10, 11, and then you're opening that kind of portal to what can, you know, you do with your phone. I looked at social media as one of the coolest ways that I can brand myself, and I kind of want to incorporate this into being a YouTuber and starting a YouTube channel, and my exact, you know, purpose and calling actually behind that, but I you know, made a YouTube channel, like I said, in high school, came out more public and posted a lot when I got here my freshman year. Uh, and little did I know that I was kind of developing a following, I guess you can say, and people were watching, even though I thought this was just for my funsies. I wasn't clickbait. I don't even think I knew how to clickbait. I kind of was just posting everything like this is my college experience. My mom and dad are watching. My grandma and grandpa are watching. And who knows, maybe someone else, my other friends are watching. But I never really expected um, that it would be something where, uh, you know, I would get a thousand subscribers in a year. Which, even though in the grand scheme of other people who are booming, for me as a small YouTuber at a Christian college in the middle of Virginia, it kind of was a little interesting because there was no real YouTube atmosphere at Liberty prior to my, me coming my freshman year. There weren't really any informational videos, and I think that kind of stuck with me, though, when I was looking up Liberty University online, because I was like, I want to know what it's like to be a student, and there was nothing, and I think that also kind of prompted me also when I started posting. I was like, oh, you know, this could be cool. Like, I would have wanted to watch this. Like, I know when I graduate, I want to show my kids that, like, this was my first year of college ever, and I documented so much in my freshman year, and I'm very thankful that I did that, because I still will look back and laugh at it all, um, but in a good way, but also I think that for me, I kind of noticed as I was studying strategic communications and social media management, I was realizing, wait a second, I have developed a sense of following on YouTube, and then that kind of transferred into me incorporating my Instagram and my YouTube together, and just realizing, wow, there are people who are watching this, people who have questions, and overall for me as a Christian, I was like, wait, I'm helping people. Like, you know, I think there's a lot of people who are anxious and nervous about going to college and moving hours and hours away from their family, and I was helping in that process, and there was times when my freshman year, second semester, I was getting parents coming up to me, thanking me for my videos and how it's helped them, and I was like, wait a second, social media is pretty cool, pretty dope, I would say. But yeah, that's kind of just an example on how I feel like, to me, that kind of in a way, it was a calling because I was like, hey, no one's done this before. Like, I want to help people. And I ended up helping people more than I know. And even to this day, uh, people express their gratitude to me. And I still don't fully understand how me just simply documenting and frolicking around Liberty University kind of turned into me helping people with their college decision. And I think I could speak on behalf of Austin and Allie that they've also kind of come to that realization that social media kind of became our ministry, and I know that me and Allie uh, personally were getting DMs that were super, super personal, people struggling with things, and just thinking them how our videos kind of pointed them back to the gospel, and, you know, got them thinking, should I rededicate my life and such, and it's just honestly been amazing uh, to see that through social media, and yet again, that's positive. I, yet again, know that social media has destroyed people's lives, and I just think from my perspective of it, uh, I kind of took it as a branding aspect, as a tool, and nothing I would ever put my worth in. I don't think that the number that you get on 
your Instagram likes, yeah, that's super exciting, super fun, but that is not defined who you are. Being confident in who I am as a woman of God and not a Instagram profile, and I think just being able to decipher the two, being like, hey, I'm going to post this picture because my Adobe sponsorship or it's like, hey, I think that my future employer will look at this and be like, hey, she has experience in entertainment. For me, I think of social media very businessy and honestly casual. Come on, guys, let's make Instagram casual. And when when Instagram took away the likes, I think that also kind of shook people's world because it was like, oh no, we are not like, that is not what it is anymore. Like, you can't, you know, compare likes and the, you know, comparison, man, it's not good and it is alive and well on social media. So, I think you just got to check yourself. What are your motives behind posting something and, you know, don't look at the number. Even though I'm not going to lie, sometimes I'll look and I'll be like, whoa, that many people viewed my story? Like, that's sick. But stuff like that makes me excited more than, (laughs) like, kind of putting my, uh, worth in that and I hope that the future generation will learn that as well but I think that it takes people like us to kind of set a tone on Instagram and on YouTube also with that. So yeah that's my spiel on social media and social dilemma and all that stuff and I just love social media and I think it's an amazing tool and it is scary, quote-unquote, but once you understand what your reasoning behind it is and, you know, find your voice and make a brand for yourself. It's so fun and we get this tool that who knows what tool we'll have in 10-15 years for the next generation. So, yeah, that is what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. I hope you enjoyed this topic. I felt like it was very timely yet again with this Netflix movie just coming out a few weeks ago. And if you have any questions about anything social media related, I would love to chit chat with you guys about it. Yet again, you can follow my Instagram at MichaelaJQ and check out my YouTube at MichaelaJoy. And I think I am signing out. Yeah. See you guys next week. We will have all three of us together and it's going to be exciting. And thank you guys again for listening because it means a lot when people say they're listening. And yeah, that's that. Okay. Peace out. Bye.